Locked On Bulls, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, a show for the most passionate fan base in the NBA. Covington playing Levine, topside three ball, bam! Onions, baby onions! Zach Levine in the Bulls! Your number one source for Chicago Bulls news and stories. Levine to White, this time he gives it to Williams for three. The rookie, the Pumba! What a shot! Host Jordan Malley and Matt Peck dive into the best Bulls news and stories around the NBA. Jordan Malley. Jordan, great to see you. Through our 670 score scope. Yep. Where is he? And it's right over there, Bill. Are you flat out kidding me? Matt Peck used to do a great job with the Bulls Outsider Show. Now he's doing Locked on Bulls. There he is, human foreburn. Oh, don't mess with the pooch. But watch this crossover. Bulls bird of free league ghost. So kick back. I'm not. Relax. And get ready for the best hour of your day. Uh, you know, I'm not. You can just see the vibe. And these guys are men. Locked on Bulls starts now. I love it. Pass to Levine with a right-handed jackhammer slam. Oh, my goodness, that was filthy. Here are your hosts, Jordan Malley and Matt Peck. I'm getting out the dancing shoes. What's up and welcome into Locked On Bulls, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Matt Peck, also host of Bulls Outcasts on Hot Mike. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. My co-host Jordan Malley is Jordan C. Malley. And we are at Locked On Bulls. Shoot us an email, LockedOnBulls at gmail.com. And of course, that text and voicemail line always there for you, our fellow Bulls fans, at 331-979-1369. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. Happy Friday, everybody. Hope you are looking forward to the weekend. The Bulls, a rare nationally televised game tonight, taking on the Boston Celtics, a team they beat just a couple weeks ago, even without the services of Zach Levine. A big game for Vooch in that one. We'll look back to that one and look ahead to tonight's matchup. Also, go over the Bulls' blowout win over the Hornets, completing the series sweep last night. And a couple of my thoughts on whether or not that was a good idea as some other big games in the Eastern Conference playoff picture happened last night, and they did not benefit the Bulls. So, 120-99, Bulls beat the Charlotte Hornets. Yay. Season sweep of Charlotte. The Bulls handled Charlotte pretty much the same easy way that they did in the uh, first few matchups between these teams. I think the Bulls ended up beating the Hornets by an average of 17 points in all of these victories. Uh, they hounded LaMelo Ball, who had a bad night. Um, he was, you know, committing fouls. I think he finished one of 10, one of 11 from the field, something like that. Uh, and gee, go figure, when the Bulls put two All-Stars back in their lineup, they look a lot better, like a lot better. Uh, in six of the past eight games before this Charlotte game last night, the Bulls didn't manage to score more than 20 points in the first quarter. They scored 34 points in the first quarter last night. Vooch got off to a hot start. Uh, Billy Donovan talked about it after the game, saying, you know, when when you lose both of those guys, Zach Levine and Vooch, Zach, a guy who is deadly at the perimeter but can also break defenses down off the dribble, and a guy like Vooch, who also has been shooting the ball lights out since coming to the Bulls in that trade, he hit another five threes last night, and you can also dump the ball in uh, into the post to Vooch where he can draw double teams and spray out to shooters or guys making cuts to the basket. 
when you take those pieces away, as Donovan noted post game, it gets a lot harder for this team to create shots and create good shots. So despite what some Bulls fans may have been thinking when the Bulls started out okay in the 11 game absence of one Zach Levine, this team is not better without Zach Levine. This team is certainly not better without Nikola Vucevic. They're two all-stars, the two that this team has. So kudos to them. The Bulls got some solid uh, nights from their respective role players as well. Uh, honestly, one of the best highlights of the entire season came when Thad Young hammered home an emphatic alley-oop dunk uh, with an and one. Didn't know that the old man, the old vet, could still get up like that and power at home. It was a fun part of a night where I will get to my thoughts on why this win was more bad than good a little bit later. But for the time being, for this fan base and for the guys on this team, it probably was a good thing for morale to get a win. They all realize what they're up against. Zach talked about it after the game. They all know the situation they're in. They no longer control their own destiny when it comes to trying to get into this Eastern Conference play-in. They need help. They need teams ahead of them to lose some games, and they are running out of time and running out of games. But in the meantime, you, you got to at least be happy for them to get a win because this has clearly been a frustrating final stretch of the season, uh, missing your key pieces for this, this crucial stretch. And it's always nice to get a win. And for whatever reason, the Bulls have had Charlotte's number this season. Good for them. The Bulls played a solid defense last night. I mentioned the fact that Lomelo Ball uh, really, really struggled in this game. And it was nice to see Zach back out there. But that's about it. Like that, that is the only positive I'm taking away from this blowout win last night. We relearned very quickly that Zach Levine and Nikola Vucevic are both really good at basketball. And even it was a quiet night for Zach. He said after the game, it felt great to be back out there, but clearly he's still uh, a little a little winded. He said, you know, he got tired really quickly. And uh, it looked for a while like his streak of consecutive games of at least 10 points, which, by the way, I think close to 100 games right now, I think it was 95 or 96 last night, uh, uh, 95 or 96 consecutive games with 10 plus points, third longest act, a third longest streak in, in Bulls franchise history, and fifth longest current and active streak across the entire NBA. He came in and played some minutes in the fourth quarter, despite the Bulls holding on to a pretty sizable and comfortable lead, and was able to finish the night with 13 points. But it was Vooch whose presence was uh, more more impactful a little less rusty than Zach. He had 29 and 14, yet another monster game from Vooch, who has been putting up 20-point double-doubles left and right since his arrival here in Chicago. So it was good to see both of those guys back on the floor because I think it was certainly killing Zach to miss as much time as he did and watch the Bulls flounder in those games. The Bulls went 4-7 and seven in Zach's absence and saw their playoff hopes all but die. So what happens now? Well, that's uh, that's the tricky part. Before we get to my thoughts on what else happened in the Eastern Conference last night, some crazy games, want to tell you all that today's episode is brought to you by Bet Bet BetOnline.ag is the fastest and easiest way 
to bet on all of your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing. Basketball and hockey playoffs are right around the corner. You can track all that action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and UFC and MMA. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. I think last I checked, the Bulls are plus three against Boston going into tonight's 6.30 Central Time tip-off. Maybe you want to put a little bit of money on the Bulls getting another win over the Celtics, who they beat earlier in April. We've also got some awesome Western Conference games on deck in the NBA tonight, including a huge playoff implication game between the Lakers of Los Angeles, who just lost to the Clippers last night, and the Portland Trailblazers, the Lakers of Blazers, flirting right now back and forth to figure out who will be safe in the sixth seed and who will fall into that seventh seed and have to play that dreaded play-in game. So, big game there. Maybe you want to throw some money on that. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with promo code locked on so if you sign up for a bet online account throw 100 bucks in there they're going to give you 50 extra bucks to play with with promo code locked on bet online your online sportsbook experts all right y'all so <clears throat> after the bulls got their coasty win last night and again kudos to them for that always nice to get a win we saw the atlanta hawks fall to the pacers the pacers have been crumbling recently and it looked like maybe the Pacers were going to be the Bulls' best chance to jump back into that 10th spot because the Wizards have been playing like a team possessed, largely because Russell Russell Westbrook has been playing like a team possessed, uh, like a man possessed. And as Jordan and I noted in a uh, recent episode earlier this week, they've also gotten some big minutes from our former backup center, Daniel Gafford. So the Pacers managed to hold off Indiana. Uh, I'm sorry, Atlanta. So the Pacers stay four games ahead of the Bulls in that play-in uh, scenario. The Wizards play a crazy game against the Toronto Raptors. The Raptors are purposefully tanking right now, and not so subtly so. The Raptors held a lead most of the night against Washington. And then the fourth quarter creeps on by, and all of a sudden you see the Wizards take lead and you say ah well if you were hoping for a wizard's loss as a bulls fan because you still have faith in the bulls chances to jump into this playing scenario you saw that uh, that opportunity slipping away but not so fast fred van vliet hits an insane three-pointer with just over a second left to tie the game and the game goes to overtime back and forth we go in overtime eventually with the help of a big bradley beal and one <clears throat> the Washington Wizards are able to cl close it out. So the Wizards win, the Raptors lose. Multiple implications here for the Bulls. With the win, Washington keeps pace with the Bulls win earlier last night, and they stay three and a half games ahead of the Bulls for that 10th and final spot in the Eastern Conference play-in. Simultaneously, the Raptors' loss <clears throat> put them at 40 losses to the Bulls' 20... Uh, to the Bulls 39 and the Bulls 
27th win of the season came into a tie with the Raptors' 27 wins. So what does that mean? With the Raptors' loss and the Bulls' win last night, the Bulls dropped from 7th in the NBA draft lottery standings to 8th, and the Raptors took a half-game lead in lottery standings into the 7th spot. What's the difference there? 31.9% odds to jump into the top four if you are in the seventh spot of the NBA draft lottery standings to 26.2 or 26.5%, I believe, in the eighth spot. You might be thinking, so what? 5%. What's the difference? If the Bulls do end up behind Toronto in the draft lottery standings, is it that big of a deal? In my opinion, yeah, it is. I don't think there is any reasonable chance at this point with six games left and three and a half games to make up that the Bulls are going to catch Washington. Not the way the Wizards are playing, not the way the Bulls have been playing, and not what the schedule shows us in these last set of games for the Bulls. A tough one on deck tonight against Boston. Yes, we beat them uh, a couple weeks ago, and we will get to that in a minute. Uh, Tatum had a uncharacteristically awful night, but you got to play the Nets again. You got to play the Bucks again. This is not an easy schedule for the Bulls. They do have Toronto and Detroit left, two teams who are trying to tank harder than the Bulls are right now. So maybe there are two wins for the Bulls to have in this final six, but winning two of their last six ain't going to get it done. And you say, well, hey, maybe, you know, Brooklyn, Milwaukee, maybe these teams will rest their key guys down the stretch. We've seen uh, teams already starting to do that. LeBron took another night off last night with the ankle uh, in the Lakers loss. So, hey, maybe the Bulls will get some luck from these teams whose, uh, you know, playoff, uh, you know, they've already punched their tickets to the Eastern Conference playoffs. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe those teams are still going to do everything they can to win out on their remaining schedules to secure first, second, or third in the Eastern Conference. Um, because, you know, even though we're in this weird COVID season where we're just now starting to see very limited fans allowed in these arenas, come playoff time, home court matters. And I think it still will, even without capacity, um, you know, all the way chock full arenas. You get you get four home games on your floor instead of three if you need seven games. That still matters. Because of that and the quality of the opponents on their remaining schedule, it's not mathematically over yet for Chicago. But in my mind, it has been over for a while. So was it nice to see Zach and Vooch back in the lineup and the Bulls offense to work a hell of a lot better than it did without them? over the last handful of games and weeks? Sure. Would it have been maybe uh, dangerous to catch the eye of the league if the Bulls, once Zach had cleared health and safety protocols, if, if Vooch was not on the injury report with the hip flexor anymore, to see them either sit entirely or play only a handful of minutes each? Would the Bulls might be worried about getting a fine from the league for resting their play? Not if bigger, more prominent playoff-bound teams are doing that. And Jordan and I discussed that a little bit yesterday. Would it be a little obvious to say Zach and Vooch are shut down for the rest of the season? Yeah. What's the worst that can happen? You get a warning 
from the league like they did when they were sitting Rolo and a couple of other key players down the stretch a couple of seasons ago. Worst case scenario, you get slapped with a fine. And what? Like 50K? Big whoop. And it's certainly possible that the Bulls end up losing more games than Toronto down the stretch in these final six games. But it's also very possible that the Bulls accidentally win some games in these final six and the Raptors do a better job of not accidentally winning games. And again, you might say 32%, 25%. Big whoop. What's the difference? Well, the difference is 7%. And I know that this is not where we want it to be. Tanking at the back end of this season, especially after we made those trades. We brought in another all-star to play with Zach. But the context is the context. The variables were the variables. And it didn't go as well as we had hoped. And maybe some of you expected. That doesn't change the reality of where we are right now. It doesn't change the math that tells us that it is in this team's interest, the Bulls' best interest, knowing what we have going on with the aftermath of the Orlando trade. This 2021 NBA draft first-round pick that we owe to Orlando from the Vooch trade is top four protected. And you're telling me that before last night's win and Toronto's loss, the Bulls had a 32% chance to jump into the top four and keep that pick for themselves? And after our win and Toronto's loss, that's now only 25.5%. That matters. Those percentage points matter. It's not fun that that's the most important thing that we're dealing with in this final stretch of games, but that's the reality. And it's never fun to root for losses. I was doing it last night, and it's not fun. But I know that it's in this team's best interest. This team has Zach, has Vooch. We got Patrick Williams, who, despite a, a, a rocky rookie year, looks like maybe he's hit the rookie wall recently, looks like a hell of a piece. Only 19 years old, showing unlimited potential. The Bulls can jump into the top four and either keep this pick for themselves to take whoever is there, whether it's you know pick one, two, three, or four, Suggs, Cunningham, Mowgli, that's a solid piece to add to a team that's lacking in talent. Or maybe AK and Eversley take that top four pick and dangle it out there to some teams who want to jump into the top four of this draft. Teams who at the trade deadline this season said, all right, we're starting over. And they use that piece, dangle that piece, a top four pick, so highly valuable these days on NBA draft night that they use that to get another current in their prime star or borderline star to come play with Zach and Vooch and make this a playoff team, boom, starting next season. And I'm sorry, but if you ask me what I'd rather see happen, the Bulls getting meaningless win against a Charlotte team that they've been beating up on all season long for whatever reason, yay, we swept the Hornets. whoop de freaking do Or keep seven additional percentage odds of keeping that top four pick for ourselves and decide what we want to do with it. That is a no brainer. And if you can't see that, I'm sorry, I can't help you. 
that's where we are after last night's win, the Wizards win, the Pacers win, and the Raptors loss. So you better believe I'm rooting for a loss against the Celtics tonight. Sorry, not sorry. Speaking of that, I uh, want to give a quick look back to the Bulls' win over Boston a couple weeks ago and ahead to tonight's game. Before that, though, wanted to tell you all that today's episode is indeed brought to you by who else? Built Bar. What's your favorite flavor? Nine OG staple flavors you can always choose from at BuiltBar.com. Coconut, coconut, almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, my personal favorite, double chocolate, and salted caramel. I actually had salted caramel for breakfast today. There's something for everyone. If you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get a mixed box where you'll get two of each of those nine flavors. Plus, always be checking out the website for the limited time flavors that they have sifting in and out. There are some real gems in there. Not only is Built Bar the best tasting protein bar, they're healthy too. Most of these Built Bars have 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories, four grams of sugar, and just four grams of net carbs. Order today and get the raspberry, the mint brownie, whatever you like. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. Again, that's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. So with that, the Bulls got a somewhat surprising win over the Boston Celtics a couple weeks back while Zach was on the shelf, and they were led in that game by who else? Nikola Vucevic. Uh, Vooch had a monster game in that one, and uh, we also saw Kobe White make some big plays down the stretch, which was very encouraging to see. Uh, Kobe finished with 19 and 7 dimes, and the other cherry on that Kobe White night, only one turnover. Turnovers have been an issue with Kobe throughout his first two seasons in the NBA. He has good nights and bad nights in that regard. This recent win against the Celtics was a good night for Kobe. Seven to one. You love that assist to turnover ratio. Vooch had 29 and nine. The Bulls got some quality minutes from Thad Young, the Wiley vet off the bench. And I mentioned earlier the rough night that Jason Tatum had in that game. Three of 17 and just 14 points. He did have a triple-double with 14, 13 boards and 10 assists. So even when Tatum has a bad night, it's a pretty good night. But 3 of 17 from the field, and credit mostly went to that night, one Garrett Temple, the vet who the Bulls signed on a one-year modest veteran deal in free agency last offseason. Temple played 31 minutes that night in the starting lineup. We'll see what Billy Donovan decides to do tonight and if he sticks with the same starting lineup we saw last night, which was the first time that, since the Vooch trade, Kobe White, Zach Levine, and Vooch were all in the starting lineup together. Because when Vooch came over, Kobe was still coming off the bench, Sada was in the starting lineup, then Zach went out. Kobe came back into the starting lineup. But Garrett Temple was not in the starting lineup last night with... Kobe and Zach in the backcourt, Patrick Williams, Daniel Tice, and Vooch. Will Donovan look back and watch the film of the Bulls win over Boston a couple of weeks ago and re-remember just how crucial Garrett Temple's defense on Jason Tatum was and put Temple in the starting lineup, going a bit smaller 
and say maybe, all right, I'm going to start. I'm still going to start Colby Zag in the backcourt, but I'll play Temple as a small three. Play I start either P Dub or Tice at the four, and Booch at the five. My guess is that we will see the same starting lineup we saw last night. But I still think you're going to see some big minutes from Garrett Temple tonight, assuming he's fine and ready to go. The other element to this is that when Garrett Temple wasn't out there in the win a couple weeks ago, the Bulls got 20 good minutes from Troy Brown Jr., who behind Garrett Temple is probably this team's second best perimeter slash wing defender right now. Troy Brown Jr. still on the shelf with his bad ankle, not going to play tonight, already ruled out. So will the Bulls be able to slow down Jason Tatum this time around? Going to be tougher. Um, And we will see what the Bulls try to do. They dominated the Charlotte Hornets inside last night. Uh, I think they had like a 56 to 30-something edge in points in the paint. And again, Donovan talked after the game about how nice it is to be able to just throw the ball inside to Vooch. And then between that and Zach Levine's ability to break guys down off the dribble, create good looks and open shots for their teammates, the other three guys on the floor. Will they be able to control the style of this game against Boston tonight? And if Tatum has more of a Tatum-ish game and doesn't go 3 of 17, will this Bulls offense be able to keep pace? Assuming that Zach and Vooch are both full goes, no minutes restrictions. Billy was modest. I think uh, Zach played a little a shade under 30 minutes last night, similar with Vooch. I think Vooch may have played just 31, but not their full allotment that you might expect from them where they're playing somewhere between 36 and 38 minutes. This Bulls offense struggled mightily without them. Boston, when they are going, can put up points like anybody in this league. So what will be the uh, you know the plan of attack for Billy Donovan tonight? Although you expect to see a big game from Tatum, I'm sure he's got this game circled on his calendar since his rough night against the Bulls in a loss a couple weeks ago. Sounds like they will be without Jalen Brown tonight. So once again, Bulls getting an opportunity for a win against a shorthanded opponent. However, the Bulls will have tired legs as this is the second night of a back-to-back. That's it for today. That's it for the week. Thanks, everybody, for hanging out with us all week. By the way, as a reminder, if you haven't checked us out on YouTube already, go find our YouTube channel. All these episodes are being posted there, as well as my quick hitter game recaps. Just search for Locked on Bulls in your YouTube search bar. You can find our channel and subscribe to it. If you haven't heard, when we hit a certain threshold of the number of subscribers we have on our Locked on Bulls YouTube channel, we are going to do a Zach Levine jersey giveaway for everybody who subscribes to our channel. So go over to YouTube and subscribe to Locked on Bulls channel right now. We appreciate you. Uh, for my partner, Jordan Malley, Matt Peck saying thanks, as always, to our sponsors today, Bill Barr and BetOnline.ag. Go place your bets for tonight's NBA action. Enjoy your weekend, and we will be back on Monday to figure out where we are in this wild, wild finish to the Bulls' 2021 season. See red, be good. Peace out, Bulls Nation.
Locked On Bulls, a show for the most passionate fan base in the NBA. Hosts Jordan Malley and Matt Peck dive into the best Bulls news and stories around the NBA. For more content and to stay up to date, head over to LockedOnBulls.com. Thanks a lot.